Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast. Shout out to everyone that's out there, you know, taking a listen and downloading and subscribing and sharing, you know, this culture that we're out here, you know, representing. Real quick, shout out to Be Good Dispensaries, our official sponsor over there on 11 West Hamden in Inglewood. And if you're up north there on 120th, um, across the highway from Boondocks. But check them out for all your medical and recreational marijuana needs. We got another episode, another banger for you today. We got, man, a really dope MC rapper, you know, female, just dope person all around making moves. We got July in the building. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Not much. How you been? How you been? I've been good. How you been? trying to grind trying to grind trying you trying or you doing no i'm doing it actually sure. you know it's always a struggle to wake up in the morning you know you get out of bed you know what i mean yeah I feel you. smoke a couple too many of those be good blunts you know what i mean you don't want to do too <laughs> much but we keep it pushing over here you know we gotta stay motivated always but how you been you been doing good yes i have kind of been traveling a little bit like right yeah um how's that been going with you it's been going good i went to dc for the uh, music policy reform Talk to a bunch of people from around the country, out of the country, about oh, yeah. music policy, Gain how a it's lot of affecting. Knowledge, uh, yeah, exactly. How the venues are affected and how how that affects artists in turn. I mean, I know the artist side, but to uh-huh. hear the other perspectives is very important. Just to know both ends of the story, right? Exactly. Well, shoot, check it out. This is your first time here. Kind of tell them who you are. Kind of tell them about your early years growing up. You're from Denver, right? Yeah, I'm from Denver. Kind of tell them where you grew up. You know, just those early years. For sure. Um, so, born and raised in Denver. My mom's from New York, New York. My dad is from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, shit. East Coast, somehow we ended up smack yeah, dab in how the middle. Yeah, I ended up here, for real. <laughs> right. Uh, grandparents, mostly, uh, they wanted to move to Colorado, and they ended up meeting here in Colorado. Um, my uncle was like uh, the gang leader, and my dad somehow got caught up in the mix. My mom was the gang leader's sister. <coughs> You know, not necessarily like uh, wasn't the founder, but definitely was running shit. And uh, that's basically what I grew up in. Um, A lot of uh, gang violence and and high speed chases through the alleyway. It was a bunch of crazy shit. Bunch of crazy shit, police all the time. Um, My uncle went to prison when I was five. So that slowed things down a lot. Everybody went on a run. Um, My mom. So it was almost kind of like some shit that's going on nowadays, but kind of back in the day. Yeah. Like kind of what you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just the whole where they're trying to get, um, what they call that shit? Like in LA, they call it like the gang indictment where like you can't go around, you know uh-huh. what I mean? You got to be solo, dolo, but they're trying right. to just get everybody, right? Exactly. Was that kind of hard going through and seeing all that shit? I mean, I think when I was five, I didn't really comprehend everything. I just looked up one day and everybody was gone. My dad was in prison. My mom was in another state on the run. Damn. Um, I was living with my grandma. So. That had to really kind of fuck with you. <clears throat> I mean, it should have. <laughs> I think uh, it worked out for the best because I didn't go that direction. I didn't go the same direction right. they did. That's what I was going to say. By your music, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell that at all. Is that like maybe the way you kind of wanted to switch it up? Because it kind of, you know what I mean? How do I say like... um. Just kind of prove something almost, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, if you, th- you think of gangsters and you think of music, it's all one style, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't really hear too many, I don't want to say educated, but you don't see any. I mean, there's rappers, gangster rappers with bars all day, don't get me wrong. Right. But, but the majority of them are just doing their thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, it was easy for me to talk about people killing people and uh, 
money every other line bitches and hoes and drugs and that that was that was too easy right and i had to challenge myself i also knew that if i wanted to make it anywhere especially growing up in colorado like we not we not on the east coast we not on the west coast that stuff it's less accepted so i knew that if i wanted to get anywhere where i was at i had to clean it up because i I can perform in front of any audience right if i'm rapping a song that's not about gangbanging you know what i'm saying no it's definitely universal for you know kids for everyone can i perform it in the white house you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say I want to perform but Biden, but that should be the standard. Yeah. If I can't perform it in front of government officials and, uh-huh. and them not be able to dissect it, not saying they understand poetry and stuff like that, because some of them probably don't. But if I if I can't I can't rap it in front of uh, uh, the Queen of England or whoever the hell. Yeah, it's probably not. You know what I'm saying? Probably like, going to get you anywhere. I want that stage. No, for real. That's And that's a good stage to aim for. You know what I mean? Right. Not a lot of people think like that. People don't think about even music for the radio. I mean, when you got to bleep every other word. <laughs> hey. You know, you I remember know? like the first time hearing, um, I don't know, do you know who Petey Pablo is? Yeah. That freak a leak. Uh-huh. Like, I never listened to the radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I don't know, something happened in my car and listened to the radio and I hear it and cool, cool. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for real. I hear like the real version. I was like, God damn, even me being a dude <laughs> older, like, I was like, God damn. I'm like, it's raunchy, man. Yeah, and then every other word, because then you're wondering what he's saying because every other word's beeped out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that's real dope, man, to set the platform high. Cause like I said, a lot of people don't think think of that. People don't even really think of like radio music, you know? Right. When you're fucking putting your album out and you're getting everything ready, you should have some radio tracks ready to go edited so they can play that shit. Cause they will. Yeah, and it's not hard to cover it up nowadays. I mean, you change the words, something yeah. else could rhyme. You don't even have to bleep it out or silence it. Just dub it over and put something else in a the place. A different word, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That should be the way, anyways. How'd you kind of get into music? Uh, my dad, when I was growing up, he had a, a room full of equipment that he didn't know how to use because everything was expensive. And That's usually how it starts. You kind of just yeah. get a piece and try to start just figuring it out, huh? Exactly. I remember uh, he gave me this uh, disc. This disc he wanted me to figure out. It was like a music software, figure out how to make beats in it. It was called Magic's Music Maker. And he's like, yeah, figure this out, blah, blah, blah. So I like put it in my computer or whatever. It was so many bugs in there. Looking back, I can understand why it didn't work. Right. Because they didn't have the software fleshed out. They just sold it. That it was, was like, probably yeah. one of those first edition, first, you know what I mean, kind yep. of things on the computer, right? Exactly. Probably one of the, the first things they ever made to make music digitally outside of analog equipment. Mm-hmm. And it was not there. But... Um, we we came a long way since that first disc. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And you said so. Your dad was a big influence in your music, right? Mm-hmm. Was he like you said? He was he was he a rapper? Was he a producer as well? Or did yeah. he kind of do everything? He kind of did everything. I mean, back then they didn't really have like. I feel if you was doing it by yourself or like underground making music for yourself, you didn't really know about or have a team at least. So he was the rapper. He was the making the beats on the uh, the boss. Uh, DR550. Okay. He was mixing it. He had the the whole mixing board. Everything was leveling. I don't think they was doing anything with like EQ and compression back then. It right. was all nah, levels. It was, it was all, yeah, just levels. Yeah. Just get that crispy, Master good P sound. Type. Yeah. Yep. And so when did you kind of take start taking music seriously? Or were you just kind of always there with next to him, you know, always making music? or? I mean, I would say I was next to him up until he went to prison. Yeah. And then, I mean, I always knew I wanted to do music. 
it was in like middle school we were doing this a uh, whole bunch of college readiness stuff you gotta go to college do this do that that's scholarships, crazy middle school campus visits yeah uh, middle school i was in this program called avid um i think it was formerly like gifted and talented i can't okay. remember but um avid was like a college readiness class gifted and talented was different actually but they uh wanted us to apply for college and i knew if i went for like you know law or medicine mm. i would be miserable so i was like i'm gonna go to college but i'm gonna go for something i want to go for so oh, some music yeah luckily cu denver they had a program called recording arts and uh it wasn't like you know draw music notes or study bach and mozart so i was with it um i wouldn't necessarily recommend it for everybody looking back i probably may not have chosen that route but uh, i've gotten certain opportunities through college that that makes it worth it right you definitely that's college is basically the place to make connections yeah you that's learn it. but really make connections because once you think about it once you guys graduate you guys go all across the United States, the world. So then mm -hmm. you have these little hubs here and there, you know? Exactly. Was it hard for you um, to continue music when your dad got sent to prison? No, it wasn't hard. Um, I'd say I found my own way. Like, yeah. he had his mics and he had all his equipment. I didn't have none of that stuff when... Uh, I didn't have none of that stuff when he went away. I don't know where all that stuff... I think the... It just disappeared. The, do you think the police took it? The studio definitely got raided. I don't know that they took it. I know that they broke a bunch of oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that sucks is when they doing some shit like that, they're breaking everything. Yeah, they was tearing the room tearing up. Tearing yeah, They ain't fucking around. Like, yeah. That's, oh. So I had this little handheld tape recorder. It was like a... Uh, I don't remember what brand it was, but it was like a gold logo on it. And um, you could like record stop it and the buttons would pop out and you could fast forward and rewind okay. so i would play the beats in the background on um whatever internet i had my playstation uh playstation 3 i didn't have a computer at the time gotcha so i played a beat on the playstation and back then the only instrumentals on online was like jalil beats holla at me <laughs> so i'd be going through all his uh instrumentals i thought it said jungle beats back then but I'd be going through his instrumentals. I played in the background, and then I'd be recording myself freestyling with the tape. Okay. And then another way I would do it, I had a karaoke machine I got for Christmas before my uncle went to prison. So I would be dubbing all of their tapes, all their tape cassettes. I would dub over them. I didn't care who the artist was. Right. Same thing, play the beat in the background and record over that little mic, and I would... Uh, just have like a whole little album on the little tape and flip it over side a side b that's crazy I mean, you're <laughs> being creative you know what i mean yeah when did you really get into like the real studio and start laying some real tracks when did that kind of start happening and taking place um i say i got into the real studio when i was like 14 i met uh my homie his name is richie and uh he invited me over to his house his dad his name is uh mr droopy loke okay. west side um had a uh uh, a studio in his basement he had a a false wall put up so it was like a real booth with yeah. the acoustic treatment in it i was like yo this is so dope they put a false window in there too so you could see through like like the real studio and they had this program called reason on the computer okay. and then I, I messed with that for a little bit went over there a couple times but they had another dude they would go to his name was tc true beats probably heard of him he's mm -hmm. still out here i think he's uh selling weed now mostly but um <laughs> He had a studio too. That was the first engineer I actually met um, in in Denver, Colorado. True Beats TC. 
And you said when you started, you were kind of like more just basically freestyling, right? Mm-hmm. When did you kind of did you when did you start picking up the pen and actually start writing songs or writing stuff? Yeah, so there was this online forum. It was called My Sixteen Bars. Okay. And uh, it was like a bunch of people online that would like battle rap with each other and like share songs and stuff. So I was on like this online forum every day writing my raps to Bone Thugs instrumentals, Tech Nine instrumentals, Twisted. I used to rap real fast. Okay. So I picked all the Midwest rappers back then. Um, that's probably when I, I started getting serious because I knew other people were looking at it. And uh, it, it was weird because when you're writing online, people can't hear what your flow sounds like. And my flow isn't necessarily like syncopated to where you can get what I what I'm trying to put down just by reading it. Right. So they'd be like, "Yo, you got too many syllables here," and blah blah blah. And I'd be like, "Nah, um, that's not how I'm rapping it. I'm not rapping it how you're reading it." But right. Was there like camera? Was it was there the camera phones back then, or you know what I mean, or was it not yet? Because I mean, then you know, I'm like, all right, let me take a little fucking video real quick. Nah, I'm young, but this was like a flip phone. Okay. Yeah. Era. Was, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, this was the flip phone era, so it wasn't like we could upload a, a recording. It's not like nowadays. Yeah, you we didn't have stuff. Two seconds, right? Yeah, we didn't have all that stuff. That was expensive, and I didn't have the connections back then that I had to just get stuff for free. And, for real? Yeah. Nah. What kind of made you change your style if you were like kind of the Twister, um, Tech 9 type at first? I got tired of people telling me I was rapping too fast or to uh, enunciate my words and shit. It's like um, when you, you're rapping for the hood, from the hood, you don't need to enunciate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when they get you. Yeah. When people who aren't from where you're from yeah. hear you, they think something's wrong with it. So I decided to just rap slower so people could understand. Right. And then now we got like Megan Thee Stallion and stuff like that. Nobody cares that she's rapping fast, but it's clear because right. they can understand her. That's because she's showing that booty though too. They're too busy yeah. looking at the booty. But they, they know my... every word. Yeah, that's true. They know every that's word. That's how the younger kids are though. You know what I mean? They get like not even just the younger kids. <laughs> True that, true that. True I think that. it's it's somebody that they even Nikki was doing it. Um, Nikki was rapping fast here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just had to become more acceptable mainstream because Twista, Tech Nine, those aren't necessarily mainstream cats. Right. They had a hit here and there with someone who was mainstream, right. and that's why it was okay. I would say like yeah, Tech Nine's really really underground. I would honestly though put I would put Twister up there as like a fucking. You know what I mean? Like a top. I'd put him as, I would put him as a top 10, like, rapper MC. For sure. Because, like, one thing about his music, and I'm sure you're a fan of him, too, but he always has, like, not one, but two or three, like, bangers on his album, on mm-hmm. every album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even, like, album number seven, like, it starts off and you're just like, dang, what the fuck? This shit is hard. What you was know? the first album? First, uh, The Adrenaline Rush. Adrenal- or the or shit with Do or Die. It started with K. Um, Twista. Oh, Calamari or Calam. That's that's the second or third one. I Is think it? you're talking about. Yeah, the first one's Adrenaline Rush. The one that, that came boom. out in like '96, '97. That's my favorite Twista album. Nice. Who were some of your influences? It sounds like Twister was a big one. Um, definitely like mid, uh, Midwest rappers, Twista, Tech Nine, um, Sibo, Brother Lynch, West Coast uh, uh. rappers. Whole lot of Crips. Um, I didn't hear much music from the other side growing up because that's not where my family, they wasn't banging that music. Right. I wish they were because there's so much dope music from from all different sides. Uh, Especially like nowadays, like, you know, mm-hmm. back then, like, I mean, the only other one that you had was like mostly like DJ Quick and his crew, right? Yeah, DJ Quick. I mean. I thought they had like the sickest crew, like Quick, Second to None, yeah. AMG and High C. Like, mm-hmm. they're dope. 
Yeah, nah. But um, besides them, you got just Death Row, right? Death Row. I mean, MC8. I think it kind of depends on what was popping back then, like what was mainstream. That's usually what people know. Uh, like, of course, Snoop Dogg and Tupac, but yeah it's a it's a wide wide range of of rappers i mean every one of them had a crew right so you heard the whole crew on the album <laughs> right who had the best crew um i feel like lynch had the best crew uh, but they kind of intersected even e40 you know okay yeah i'm thinking like i'm thinking snoop snoop with Nate and Daz and Krupp and the, and I'm going even deeper. I'm going even deeper with like Dog bad, Pound. Yeah, badass and um um Trady, mm-hmm. Goldie Loke and yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, no, you right actually. All those cuz they be yeah. singing and they be mm-hmm. Yep, I changed my mind then. And then um Battle Cat yep. was one of my favorite producers back then too. Um at least in that era. Who are some of your favorite producers besides Battle Cat? Mm. That's when it gets uh well Brother Lynch made beats too. Mm-hmm. Um of course Dr. J. Uh Devontae Swing. He was a uh I, I wanna say a poly polymath. Had had a whole bunch of different styles he could do. He was right. a Joe he was to C too. Versatile. Yeah. Um he's he's probably up there and yeah. I think that's it. For now at least. Timbaland. I gotta throw in Timbaland. Hey, do you fuck around with any producers from around town, or? Do I? Yeah. Uh, Wick Jones, for sure. Okay. Um, Top of Mind, that's the only one I could, I could think of that uh, I've rapped over their beats. I haven't rapped anybody else's beats, but mine and Wick Jones. Oh, wait till y'all hear her, because all y'all producers out there, y'all need to get with her, because she's going to blow your mind. She got, man, I remember when I, when I seen you, I was like, dang. You know what I mean? For sure. You definitely watch a couple videos, too. What kind of inspires you to, like, make music nowadays? Because shit's different, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, What inspires me to make music in general is knowing that people are touched by what I say. Um, Doesn't necessarily have to be a bunch of people, but when I get messages from people like, yo, I heard that song, I'm a fan, I really love that song, I resonate with that song, or... Uh, I relate that that uh that is like a good inspiration and aside from like the, the external stuff it just feeds me to make music in general mm-hmm. like I don't want to do anything else like people ask me if I have hobbies and shit like I don't have it's music yeah it's music is my hobby music is my work music is my life like I might play video games but that's just because I can't come up with nothing you know what I'm saying right. creative block and stuff what are you listening to right now? What's what are you kind of bumping? Um, old school, a lot of '90s, um, West Coast, but not like what everybody else is listening to. Right, kind of um, like that B-side shit. Kind of B-side. I can't say it's every day where I'ma play a Spotify playlist. Um, I turn on the radio <laughs> every day and hear a song I never heard before. Okay. Um, not on TikTok, listening to the most popular song so I don't really got my thumb on what everybody else might be listening to but I know what I like um like on the way here I was listening to Nipsey Hussle Dom Kennedy um West Coast Cats right but they're older so gotcha. I feel like mature music <laughs> the newer like the newer West Coast it's different it's kind of like it's all snap mixed with hyphy mixed with it's all um 
Fuck, I just had a name. Who's the cat that they just um they killed like three, four months ago? From the West Coast? Yeah, from the West Coast. They killed him at the concert. I don't All know. my homies fucking love him. Oh, what the fucking um Draco the ruler. Okay. It all sounds like Draco the ruler type yeah. stuff. Like I was rolling like I was in LA about three months ago. And I was rolling around with like three or four different homies, and they were all playing like the same. Mm-hmm. It all sounded the It was West Coast, and not necessarily the same shit, but it was all the same sound and shit. And it all sounded right. like the Draco shit. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like the new sound of the West. I listen to the more uh, cinematic style West Coast music. Um, it sounds like like how Cali looks with the palm trees. Right. And, the beach that that cruising music exactly in the six foe uh-huh i'm not listening to down. i'm about to do a walk up or a drive by right <laughs> <laughs> yeah no nah. that was back in the day back. <laughs> we, maybe we, back we in grown. the day we done, we, done, we done grown yeah it morphed into something so let me see if you could do a track with someone right now who would be three people that you'd want to do a track with right now dead or alive okay um kendrick lamar okay would you go first or would you let him go first? How would that work? We could go back and forth. Okay. All right. Some run DMC shit. Yeah. Um, DMX. Okay. R.I.P. Uh, but like 2000s DMX. Yeah. Back <laughs> when he was in his prime DMX. Yeah. And um, maybe Anderson Pac. Okay. Mix it up. Do something. Yeah, because Anderson Pac is like... He's like gangster, but he's not gangster. He still is, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has that flavor. Just like Kendrick, same thing. Kendrick, like, how would we say it back in the days? We're, we're still affiliated. Right. You know just, what I mean? We might not be an actual member, but uh-huh. we're affiliated. I'm, you know, see you every day, hanging out with you at school, but I, you know, but, you know, yeah. it's. They're themselves. They're unapologetic yeah. about who they are and where they come from. What about some producers? Um, Producers, Southside, 808 Mafia. Um, I would say, who else? Uh, Mike and Keys. And um, I feel like Dr. J, but uh, I feel like he don't make his beats as often. I don't know. Old Dre, New We don't Dre. know what he do. Yeah. I don't care. He just has a vault. Yeah. Whatever whatever he's got, he's got the air for it. How would you kind of um, describe your style to the people? I don't know. Um I get like comparisons to people that sound nothing like. <laughs> is it, like who? Uh, is it Lil Sims? I don't know. Um, I'm thinking like style wise. I'm thinking like a Lauren Hill, like with the singing and the rapping and the actually saying something, not just you know bumping off a bunch of gibberish. You got actually something to say. Maybe, but uh, that that's fairly new. Mm-hmm. I just started like adding the singing to it. Um, but you, that's the thing too is you're all. It looks like you're evolving. I am evolving for sure. I don't know that. I feel like Lauren Hill is untouchable in her own right. And although I may be able to stand next to her, I wouldn't want to be in that bubble. Right. Yeah. But she's she's incredible. Nah. You always got to kind of like evolve in, like you said. (laughs) Yeah. Nah, I couldn't even even tell you. Every song is different. (laughs) That's dope. Yeah. Do you have any um, projects out or album? We, you know, I want to say albums back in the day, but do you have any like albums or projects out? Yeah, I got some projects out, um, a couple EPs, and a bunch of singles. Uh, focusing more heavily on the singles just because of the the way shit is nowadays. The market we're in. What were the name of the EPs you have? It's T Virus and H Virus. I was gonna spell out Thug Life. 
and uh, I found out it was corny when I got older. So I decided to pause it. I might change the name. All right, all right. <laughs> and yeah. how many songs they got on there? Um, I think T Virus has six songs. H has five. All right, and you got a couple of videos out. I seen how you know how many? Um, maybe like eight or nine music videos. Oh out. damn, damn! Yeah. I got I got to check out a couple more. For sure. I think I think how I say, I think you're slept on a little bit. People don't know you're like a diamond, and just people just need to see that shit. Cause yeah, I think I just don't. Once they hear you, I think it kind of connects right away. Yeah, I just don't be in the the circle. Uh, uh, much I don't like leaving my house, so uh, I guess I'm more of like an internet uh, personality. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You got to get it how you could get it. You know? Yeah, I hate I hate driving and listening to whack rappers at venues. I can dig that. Cause so, <laughs> sometimes there's quite a few. Yeah, a lot of times there's quite a few, but I mean everybody starts somewhere. I think it's just a matter of uh, valuing my time. Yeah, time is important nowadays, and you know, shit. Uh, and the people out here are the people out here, you know, so what does that have to do with me? Right, you're trying to go, like, more. You're thinking, like, the internet can reach everywhere, right? The internet can reach everywhere, and so can an airplane, <laughs> you that know? Too. Have you been to other places doing shows and stuff like that or working? Yeah, here and there. Um, not necessarily shows, because I'm more than just a rapper, but... uh like DC explain and, that real quick yeah so I'm a producer so sometimes okay. I'm in a room for a production um I'm a YouTuber so sometimes I'm in a room for YouTube um like uh, I went to LA for Nam. that wasn't for me to rap that was so that I could get a bag producing right or, and real quick what is Nam? Nam is a I can't remember what it stands for, but it's like a, a big convention that happens every year yeah. where a bunch of music equipment, music software cats get together. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. know. I think I was actually down there when that stuff was going on because these dudes both next to me were all geeking about, out about it and talking about equipment and shit. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay, I get it. Probably were. Hell yeah. Where do you want to kind of like see yourself in a year? Um, In a year? You want to have like a couple more projects under your belt? Uh... Definitely putting out a project, um, maybe not like a full, like a uh, fledged like set of songs, but they're coming out. So I want to do twelve for twelve, a single, single every month. <coughs> and then um, I think my biggest goal is like a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good goal. That's what I'm working on. Um, what's your like um creative process as far as like when you're making a song or something and you're writing? Are you writing like on your phone? Are you writing it down? Like, depends on what I have. Do you like record a song and then you know is it like done or do you like re you know what I mean? What's your kind of recording process? Okay, so um, just like you was a song I did for example. Um, I made that beat. Um in a day so it maybe took me three hours so you actually made the beat on this tra track yeah it maybe okay. took me three hours to like finish the beat and that's just not just like me sitting there working on the beat the whole time i was like back and forth messing with different chords and ate something probably i finished the beat in three hours wrote the lyrics in like an hour after i made the beat took an hour and then the next day i booked a session and we recorded the song and mixed it 
that weekend or something like that. We probably went back once to touch up the mix. Right. Um, that's my preferred workflow. Um, everything is kind of quick. If I sit with it for too long, I don't like it anymore. Or I get like um, demo-itis mm-hmm. where I want it to sound like how it sounded like when I first did it. And then it sounds too polished to me. You just start critiquing it way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so you, do you listen fast. to your music a lot or no? I listen to my music for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my my newer stuff is easier for me to listen to. My older stuff, I don't want to hear it. I think uh, my older stuff is more of um, that like gang vibe we were talking about earlier. Right, some um, rah rah. Yeah, I took a lot of it down, but but at the same time, when I hear some of them them verses, I'd be like, yo, that was so cold. I wrote those when I was 12. Damn. And that was cut, came out when I was 14. Some, I took a lot of stuff down, but to, to know that I was writing at that level back then, and then at to 14. hear the, the 12 and 14 year olds now, I'm like, man. You're in the game. <laughs> I'm like, I got some catching up to do. I, I, I could teach you if you're willing to learn. Uh, that's what we talk about a lot of times now, though. Kids ain't willing to learn. I mean, I get everyone's no. all hard-headed, not just them. We are, too. But sometimes, you know, you got to sit back. Even me, I'm old. So if a young cat can teach me something, why not? Why would I shoot it down? Right. You know what I mean? I know I know a bunch of kids who have a good head on their shoulders and would love to learn. Um, and I don't think they're not willing to learn. I think they get distracted. Like maybe when you were younger, just like when I was younger. Some of the other kids that were my age and wanted to do what I was doing, they they had babies on the way. They were in legal trouble. I think it's more so just uh, focus and um, being aware of what you're doing and the consequences. Right. Talking about all that, what do you think kind of like, because music's kind of taken a a turn toward that as far as being braggadocious. And not like rap's always been braggadocious, don't get me wrong. But now we're talking about killing fools and when we did it and how we did it. Man, you got to give it up to the guys, N.W.A. Yeah. Um. I mean, W.A. and then I guess Biggie Smalls on the East Coast kind of pioneered it on the East. But I would say Tila Rock or Cool G Rap. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right, 100%. I think um, the cool thing about it is that when they did it, they were telling a story, mm-hmm. and it was still intricate in the way they put the words together. Right. But now it's like that uh, crisscross rap kind of kind of thing like bow wow um fast rap i want to call it mm-hmm. like kind of like fast food and um there's not any substance to it so while kuji rap ice tea all them fools were telling the story mm-hmm. when they were talking about what they were going through their gang life now it's just a series of one-liners that aren't connected to each other right now don't get me wrong there's some youngsters out there that are killing it of course you know what i mean mm-hmm but it's like you got to fine tune that shit. It's just not a, like even last night I was going through Instagram and a video popped up right away, and the first thing he was saying is something about shooting at the ops. I was like, damn, come on, next yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it wouldn't be popular if people didn't want to hear it. Well, and that's what they want. People they want to hear. It. They want to hear the shock value. Yeah, I mean, we just different. Like we kind of talk a lot, like how shit's crazier nowadays. It's really not. 
It's not crazy. It's been this crazy the whole time. We just finally got social media, and you can see everything. Uh-huh. Like, I've been, you know, back in the day, seeing some crazy shootouts. Like, and yeah, like, they be snitching on themselves. Uh, yeah, now that's the whole thing nowadays. They be snitching on themselves. They be going to jail and, like, yeah. or getting smoked in the process, you know? Yeah, I think there's always been an audience for everything. It's that, like you said, that shock value that people do want to see. They want to see the grimy shit. You know what I mean? They really want to see the crazy shit. I mean, I was talking about this in D.C., too. And to to go off of the fact that it's been around, I mean, Americans overall have been obsessed with violence. We looked up to the mafia cats. We wanted to be just like them. We watched all the movies. We obsessed Terminator. over Scarface, Al Capone, yeah. all the all the stuff in the um, what is it the um, what the, was it? The when, Godfathers. Uh, all the Godfathers when liquor was outlawed. Prohibition. The, yes, the prohibition. Like Al Capone. Exactly. We, we idolized them fools. So we, we wanted the guns, too. We might not have had the suits, but right. we had the dickies, you know? Mm-hmm. That so was their suit. We did our own. That's crazy. The cowboys, too. You talk about cowboys. They could roll around, you know, on their horse with the shotgun. But when you got a, a homeboy, a black or a Mexican dude in a, in a 6 foe mm-hmm. with a, a pistol, it's wrong. But the cowboy, he gets away with it because he's white, right? Same shit. Yep, same shit. It's America. It's crazy. It's crazy. But nah, um, where do you see like rap going? Because there's still people with bars that are still killing it. You know what I mean? Oh, bars never die. I think uh, rap is staying where it's at. I think it's definitely going to grow and morph into yeah. other things. The it's audience, definitely not going nowhere. It's not dying off anytime soon. Yeah, I think people are just going to find their tribe. They're going to find who they rock with and what kind of music they like. I think... When you're young, you listen to a certain type of thing. Like, you could mm-hmm. probably think about what you listened to when you were younger. Yeah. And then when you got older, it kind of morphed into something else. But you still like that. You still have that same taste. It's just you're more mature and you can relate to something else. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, what, what kind of advice would you give out, you know, give other females out there, young females trying to get into music? Because I'm sure it's hard for y'all. For sure. I'll say just be you. Um, don't take no for an answer and don't take any kind of don't take shit from people yeah I think that's what I was going to say you're trying to say like don't let a motherfucker use you to make you believe that he's going to put you on or some shit like that don't let someone how do you say don't let someone um, like you know say they're going to fucking yeah, I'm all high. The fucking give you the do dream. your research, yeah, and, and not just TikTok or your homies. Go on Google and look up how to drop an album on Spotify. Like I had a whole group of people tell me that yeah, we could get your music on streaming platforms and we could hook you up with the, a music video guy mm-hmm. and we can get you in a real studio. You could do. But that. if I would have did my research, I could have did all that by myself. Yeah. I didn't need a bunch of, of dudes to you know do that for me. Right. You know what I mean? Sound you a fucking... Oh, I just had it right there, too. I yeah. just had what I was trying to say. Sound you a... Uh, yeah. Trying to sell you a dream. Selling dreams, blowing smoke, all of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely blowing smoke up ass because a lot yeah. of the shit nowadays, like you said, you can actually do yourself. You can, and you could. I could have did it back then, too. And you, when I seen how to do it, I was like, I don't even need y'all. It was that easy. It was that easy. Where do some places, like, in your, your, your path right now where you want to see yourself improve? Uh, I want to see myself improve in terms of, I think, uh, versatility. I think I definitely have it. 
I guess what I'm trying to say is versatility in the form of how people know me. Mm-hmm. Um, they know me as a f- one or two things. So I think just... So they're kind being, of putting you in a box and they're categorizing you where you're much, much more. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to just show my different sides more. Hell yeah. Yeah. Any, any like, kind of... Do you like doing shows at all? Or how come you're not really into the shows? I like doing shows. I love doing shows if it's worth it. I mean, a lot of times it's, it's not a... I mean, not to, like, you know, throw shade on a, a venue or a promoter or anything like mm-hmm. that. But sometimes it's not worth it to go perform for $25 or $50, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A 45-minute set or a 15-minute set, especially over a sound system where the people in the audience can't hear what I'm saying anyways. That's the big you know? part right there, man. You got to have your sound right. Or I'm on a lineup and everybody on the lineup is nothing like me. Like, I was added to this show, but I don't even fit in with the, the fans that showed up, you know what I'm saying? It right. just has to make sense. So I say no to a lot of stuff and I have a lot of things that I could do with my time and and driving 30 minutes and another 30 minutes back uh 15 minutes so you're just choosing your time wisely yeah I think uh that's definitely it I need um I need something that that's that's worth it for for everybody myself the audience and the other people on the bill right who are some of the people that you 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 mess around with around town like you know as far as music wise um, I mentioned Wick Jones earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. No one else has no features. Bright Future f- Media. Um, I produced the album for LPs last year. It came out last October, I think. Um, Ray Reed. That's my brother. Yeah, Ray Reed's the homie. He's like, uh, he says I'm like the female version of him. Y'all need to do an album together. Yeah. Like for at least five tracks. Like you said, yeah. EP. We've been talking about it. We just got to find the right, uh, the right, I got to find the right time. I feel like Ray will pull up whenever. Right. It's on me at this point. <laughs> Where are you at right now? Like, are you like, are you writing? Are you, you know, are you on a block? Are you just taking a break or? Um, not necessarily uh, taking a break. Do you like write music every day? Do you you know try to make beats? Do you have like certain shit you you know what I mean? Like I'm, I gotta make three beats this week or you know do a song or some shit like that. Yeah, the way my priorities are laid out, every day is different. So I might make beats one day. I might work on a mix one day. I might write one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends on what projects I'm working on. Most recently, I've been on uh, YouTube. I'm finishing up a course, a music production course. So most of my time is going towards that. And then when I finish that, I'm going to get back into mixing some songs so that I could put them out next year. Right. And you're talking about YouTube. You said you were a vlogger, too. What kind of stuff you got going on on the YouTube? Yeah, I do music production tutorials under a channel called Kickback Couture. Um, I teach in Reason, Ableton Live, FL Studio, Pro Tools sometimes. Just how to make beats, how to mix stuff using different plugins and stuff like that. All right. And would you say you like making beats more or do you like rapping more? It's the same thing. The same thing? Yeah, it's like um, when uh, you talk about instruments, voice is an instrument too. Mm -hmm. And um, writing is art just like music is art. So I feel like it all meshes together. Do you, um, how do I say, like when you make a beat, do you use all your beats or do you have beats you don't like or do you like when yeah. you make a beat and then you record to it right away? Or? I have beats I hate. 
Um, I have beats that click with me right away, and I have the whole song before the beat's done. Nice. Yeah, it depends on, I guess, the beat. <laughs> what kind of beat do you like to rap to? Do you have a favorite kind of beat? Not necessarily. Um, for a while, I was doing, like, sample-based trap beats. Um, then I started making more R&B stuff, so I started doing more sing-rap type stuff. Okay. Um, then I kind of did something like Just Like You, which is kind of like a neo-soul, East Coast kind of vibe. Um, I guess kind of mixes everything. Like, if you listen to a, a G-Eazy or maybe Russ mm -hmm. is a better example, you know to expect a bunch of different sounds from them. And since I'm a producer... I could go anywhere. I know that's what's dope is like, you know what I mean? You, you got both skills. Yeah. So you're not limiting yourself. And that's the one thing like I've been noticing too is you definitely have three or four lanes that you're fucking with. Mm -hmm. And not everyone thinks like that again. Everyone I mean, thinks, some people just want to be a rapper. It's like... Uh, just rap. It's like forms of happiness dreams maybe. Like... Some people think of it as like income streams, mm -hmm. but if you can't paint because you hate everything you paint, you could go draw. If you can't draw because you hate everything you draw, you can go take guitar lessons or something like that. There's so many avenues out there that are available to express yourself. I think people limit themselves because either they don't want to do anything else or they don't want to spend the time to figure it out. Right. They just want instant, like you said. Yeah. They don't want. They want it right now. Right now, the YouTube beats pull it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your channel on there? You said again, uh, Kickback Couture is my music production channel, and then um, July 303 is my regular artist page. All right, well, shoot, we definitely appreciate you coming on up. You know, to the podcast, you kind of have any kind of final thoughts or any last scenes? Nah, appreciate <laughs> you, Joe Thunder. No, for sure, appreciate you coming on too. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've seen you. At the bar, red definitely impressed my homie Tuss. Was like, man, they got some good acts here, you know. And I was checking it out, and I even remember. Um, shout out Michelle. She statuses, I don't know, his wife, fiance, whatever. But shout out to both y'all. Mm -hmm. But we were outside smoking, and she said your name. She's like, oh, she's about to go on. I can't miss that. And I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, so Michelle's dope. You definitely got some people, you know, that dig your music, man. You definitely got some good music. Well, shoot, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come right back. And she's actually going to perform a song or two for y'all, and you're going to be able to check out what she got. So we'll be right back. All right, and we're back, and we got a little special performance for you. I'm so sorry. I'm high as a motherfucker. What was what, all about you? Just like you. Just like you. <laughs> we, we got July in the building. She's going to wreck it for you, and this shit is hot. Just for you. Joe Thunder, July, you need to check her out. Yeah, check it, ayy. Follow me home when mama, daddy, granny drinking till the bottle is gone. Had me praying as a jit, told myself I gotta get on. All them dollars, they gotta be thrown. Gotta taste the paper and I saved it. It gotta be, it gotta be blown. I look back like my stock hasn't grown. It's never enough, like a pirate with treasure. And plus, it feels like I'm under pressure. When someone tell you that I'm sick, I am not under weather. Temperature deadly, however, a hundred plus, homie. I ain't talking extra credit. They want the proof, I made them read it like an extra edit. It said your lot is going up just like 
like a carrot eating rappers like that carrots what's up doc ain't in the credits bump a gum and get beheaded where you headed i used to watch him lose and root for you nowadays i probably muted you you not the person that i thought you were i don't know who is who your image a lot it's just a front i know that you were fluke as a young and i looked up to you because i wanted to be just like you just like you took your advice is your advice all because i wanted to be just like you for the same reasons that somehow had me confused the character in you that got me so misconstrued just like you i wanted to be just like you i've been observing my visions of the past the accumulation taught me how to go and mow that grass the surface slid the by because the biome is risen high and it ain't lonely at the top the bottom feeders learn to fly i seen the vultures the opportunists and groomers share religion it's culture any way you put it it's a trigger warning with the holster it hurts there ain't no mentor in you you ain't no mr splinter master nothing neither ninja all your deceiving and misleading didn't lead to vengeance because i caught it early i never mentioned you my memories discarded stories that's why i chose to fill this verse up with rhymes of mercy because if i told the plot then they would go and find the person i can't glorify the purging of authentication our state of minds are not united just because this a nation i need liberation from fakeness and invisible hatred i may need lasik just to see it with my lenses naked i'm saying as a young and i looked up to you because i wanted to be just like you took your advice is your vice all because i wanted to be just like you just like you for the same reasons that somehow had me confused the character in you that got me so misconstrued just like you i wanted to be just like you yeah Ooh, man that was that hot dial on fire for real for real man y'all need to check that shit download it fuck that go buy that shit <laughs> is it on apple you know what i mean where can they buy that shit it's on everything Everything, 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 everything. Well, shit, man. You want to do? I mean, you want to do one more song? Is up to you? Cause that was so banging. I'd be like, I'm gonna knock the socks off. Yeah, I'm cool with another one. Let's do it. All right, all right. She got another banger for you. What's the name of this one right here? This one's called Lightbender. Lightbender. By July. This shit's hot. I'm telling y'all. I gotta turn it up though. I'd be tripping over here. Yo. Check it. Hey. Driving myself crazy. I said I've been driving myself crazy in and out of these phases Workaholic to lazy, hell yeah to maybe If I break down, probably cry like a baby The tears won't fall and they say you can't force it Trying to stand tall, ten toes in my forces Seen Star Wars, wonder where the fuck the forces Tell them it ain't for me, it's for bro and forces Play the game to win, I don't play the game to forfeit Tried to hold on to the hook, but it's for fish Tried to hold on to the verse, but I tore it It don't ease the pain, what the fuck is it for then? Used to be so Sober now, smoking every strain of weed, drinking light of dark to escape. It's all the same to me. Think I'm sinking deeper. Shit is going down the drain for me. All of these accomplishments, but all these demons chasing me. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's dark. It's dark. It's. Hey. 
How do you picture me? Cause on my worst days, I wonder what I did to me. I let some people bring the worst out and everything I hold in to burst out. Tried on different sizes like I'm about to bring the merch out. Had to switch the method like I plateaued on the workout. All I need is music in a quiet place to work out. Music money fell, I feel I probably break the workout. And I ain't in the bag and so I pray that this shit work out. If you got a problem with me, you gon' lose. So if you ain't trying to build, you screw with no tools. Hated to love it, I'm playing the game with no rules. And like any mini, mighty mo, you gon' choose. Yeah, I'm going through some things, but you ain't got an advantage. I'm stacking dollars, been in George like it's Atlanta. Niggas wonder how and why, like it's Manhattan. Cause they can't hang like a graduation cap tassel. It's hard. It's hard. Cold world. Yeah. It's dark, it's dark, it's dark. But there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? It's hard, it's hard, it's hard. It's dark, it's dark, it's dark, it's dark. It's dark, it's dark. Yeah. Ooh, man. Definitely Google her, check her out. Can you spell your name for us? Because you spell it different. Yeah, J E L I E. Eli Manning, but with an E at the end and a J at the beginning. July. July. Check her out, man, because she got some hot down on fire for y'all. Hey, you can find us on all platforms, too. Like I said, we definitely appreciate you coming on by. Shit, we out of here. Thank you. Thank you.